بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاه والسلام على اشرف المرسلين محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا مولانا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم most respected elders and dear brothers we continue with our lessons on supplications and dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and among the duas taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are certain duas that have reached us through the source of Al-Quran Al-Kareem and there is a particular dua which is mentioned twice in Al-Quran and that is the dua of Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salam wherein Sulaiman alayhi salam expresses his heartfelt gratitude and gratefulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the bounties that Allah had blessed him with. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salam with the dominion and the kingdom of the entire world. There were only a few people in the world where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given them the kingship or the kingdom of the entire world. And among them, one of them was Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salam. So in this ayah, which appears in Surah An-Naml, the surah regarding the ant, in verse number 19, and it appears again in Surah Al-Ahqaf in verse number uh, 15. Surah Al-Ahqaf is in the 26 Jews of Al-Quran, the first quarter. And Surah Namal is in the 19 Jews in the last quarter, verse number 19 in Surah Namal. رَبِّ أَوْزِعْنِي أَنْ أَشْكُرَ نِعْمَتَكَ الَّتِي أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيَّ وَعَلَى وَالِدَيَّ وَأَنْ أَعْمَلَ صَالِحًا تَرْضَاهُ وَأَدْخِلْنِي بِرَحْمَتِكَ فِي عِبَادِكَ الصَّالِحِينَ Rabbi awzi'ni an ashkur. O Allah, inspire me and help me and uplift me towards this great act of shukr and gratitude and gratefulness to you. Here we find that the Nabi and the Messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking for help and assistance and inspiration to do an amal and to do an action. And what is that amal and action? That amal and action is the amal of gratitude and gratefulness, of shukr. And this aspect of shukr we find, just like how to establish and develop tawbah as part of iman, and to establish and develop patience and sabr as part of iman, and all the other articles of iman, shukr is also one very integral part of a person's faith. Our entire lives and everything that we enjoy, and all our conditions evolve and revolve around the aspect of shukr and gratitude. There was one person who was making a dua, and he says, Oh Allah, make me from the few. Make me from the few. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala who heard this person making this dua, he asked him, What is this dua that you are making? Oh Allah, make me from the few. So he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran al-Kareem, وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ قَلِيلٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ Very few of the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are truly grateful to Allah for his ni'mats and for his bounties. So therefore I'm asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to include me among the few grateful servants. So we can see that even from the Quran al-Kareem it is established that gratitude, true gratitude, is something that very few people possess. Therefore Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbi ja'alni, Allahumma ja'alni sabura, waj'alni shakura. Allahumma ja'alni sabura, waj'alni shakura. Oh Allah, make me sabur. Sabur comes from the word sabr. Sabr means patience, tolerance, perseverance. One is to be a sabir, to be patient. And one is to be a sabbar. Sabbar is a more intensive form of patience and tolerance and perseverance. 
And sabur, sabur means for patience to permeate a person's existence. For a person to be completely patient and perseverant. And in the same way, gratitude. Shakur, shakur is also an intensive form, a very heightened form of shukr and gratitude. So therefore, in this dua, Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salam asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbi awzi'ni an ashkur. Oh Allah, help me and guide me and inspire me to be a truly grateful servant. And if we look at this aspect of shukr, we find that it is multifaceted. One facet and one aspect which we understand very well is that we express our shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, we are grateful to you. Oh Allah, shukr to you. And this is the starting point of shukr. Allah, we are thankful to you for all your ni'mat. We say it, we express it, we acknowledge it. And then a person does not stop there. We don't just say, Allah, we are thankful. But we have to also walk it. And how does that happen? Through the limbs. Shukre, badani. One is shukre lisani, with our lisan, with our tongue. And then shukre badani, that the limbs must now also fall prostrate in gratitude. That the hands must be used for what Allah gave the hands for. The eyes and the ears and the senses and the organs and the limbs and every breath of hair on the body of a person must be in gratitude, in compliance with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure and happiness and obedience. This is what is called shukr of the body, shukr of the limbs, shukr of a, the person. And then when a person is able to make shukr lisani through his tongue and shukr badani through his limbs and organs and body, then you get shukr qalbi. Now the heart of a person becomes completely immersed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's gratitude. There is no complaint coming from the side of the person. There is no rejection of anything. There is always compliance, there is always happiness, there is always a sense of contentment and resignation to the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala irrespective of the condition. So we find that this aspect of shukr and gratitude is something which is extremely, it is a very intensive amal and it is something that must permeate our very being and our living and our actions and our thoughts all the time. So, Rabbi awzi'ni an ashkura ni'mataka allati an'amta alayah. Allah, give me this ability to be a true and grateful servant for all your ni'mats upon me. Wa'ala walidayya and also upon my parents. All the great, all the ni'mats and bounties of Allah that you have showered my parents because the parents become the source of ni'mat for a person. The parents become the facilitators of ni'mat. From before a person is born, throughout a person's childhood, infancy, the tarbiyat given to a child, the shelter given to a child, the care given to a child, the warmth given to us when we were small, when we were young, when we were teenagers, when we were youth. And in fact, the blessings and the ni'mat of a parent and the care and love of a parent, the warmth of the parent does not end even when a person is an adult. Right till the end of life, the parent is still caring for the child, is still concerned about the child in the child's interest and the child's well-being. So, an ashkura ni'mataka allati an'amta alayya wa ala walidayya wa an a'mala salihan tarda. Very important part of this dua. And, oh Allah, give me tawfiq and help me. Help me to do such actions that will be pleasing to you. That will, be, will gain your acceptance. So therefore, we understand from this that even in our a'mal, our coming to the masjid, our performing salah, our giving charity, our sitting in i'tikaf, our recitation of Qur'an Sharif, is not from our own doing. It is not merely our intellect, our ability, our physical ability, our spiritual ability. But it is Allah's fadl, and Allah's choice, and Allah's guidance, 
that a person is even be able to move his foot one step forward also. So, an a'mala salihan tardah. We ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's acceptance because we can do all the a'mal in the world. But if Allah, we are deprived of Allah's acceptance and His fadl, then those a'mal are diminished. There's an incident about the Shaykh al-Hadith, Mulana Zakariya rahmatullahi a great alim, Mulana Umar Palum Puri rahmatullahi we may have heard his name, writes a letter to Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullah And this was the way in which the pious conducted themselves. That they would consult with each other not only in worldly matters, but even in the state of spirituality. When they had concerns regarding their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they would confide in one another so that they would be able to get answers and move forward from their predicament. So he writes to Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullah he says, My condition is such. My condition has become such that I don't think that I can present two rakats of salah in the court of Allah that are worthy of acceptance. Not even two rakats I can have that are worthy of acceptance. So Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullah replies to him and says, You are very fortunate, mashallah, Murana. I, my, my condition is such that I don't think I can even present one sajda that is worthy of acceptance in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the state of their consciousness and presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they regarded themselves to be completely unworthy, unworthy of acceptance and completely in need and in desperate for the fadl and the grace and the acceptance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأَنْ أَعْمَلَ صَالِحًا تَرْضَاهُ وَأَدْخِلْنِي بِرَحْمَتِكَ فِي عِبَادِكَ الصَّالِحِينَ And again, O oh Allah, through your help, through your grace, through your fadl, through your choice, through your mercy, include me into your pious servants. وَأَدْخِلْنِي بِرَحْمَتِكَ With your mercy, فِي عِبَادِكَ الصَّالِحِينَ We are not worthy to be included in that group. We are not worthy to be uh, in, uh, considered among those who are pious, who are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But despite us being undeserving, we are hopeful. And we are making dua, we are supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for these beautiful ni'mats and bounties. So this is a Quranic dua, Surah An-Naml, verse number 19, and also appears in Surah Al-Ahqaf, that, Oh Allah, we are asking for your help and your assistance and your inspiration and your direction in our a'mal. And this should become a wazifa. It should become a life formula. These duas are life formulas for us. That is not read only when we're reading the Quran. Or they are not only read when we are making dua in congregation. But we begin to adapt these duas. We begin to learn them, adapt them, internalize them, and make them part and parcel of our litanies and our recitations so that they remain with us, they stay with us, and we grow with these duas. And in that way, we become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah Rabbul Alameen, Rabbi awzi'ni an ashkura ni'mataka allati an'amta alayya wa ala walidayya wa an'amala salihan tardahu wa adkhilni birahmatika fi ibadika salihin. Ameen birahmatika ya rahman rahim.